The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. The town of Gila, Manitoba has been thrust into the spotlight with this manhunt that we've been talking about and, and covering over the past few days. Gillam's Deputy Mayor John McDonald uh, joins us this afternoon. Uh, Mr. McDonald, I want to thank you for taking the time given the circumstances. You're welcome. All right, let's start with this. Can you tell us a little bit about your community for those who uh, don't know much about it? Um, I know it sits on the Nelson River, and it's uh, fairly no- far north in uh, in uh, Manitoba. Spent some time on the map today. Tell us about uh, Gillum, will you? Well, there's approximately uh, 1,100 to 1,200 people here. Um, the population fluctuates with uh, contracts that are going on. Right now in Gillum, we have a paving contract, a sewer and water contract, and they, we're wrapping up a uh, rec center renovation mm. contract. Um, yeah, they, uh, everybody, we have uh, quite a uh, quite a close-knit community between uh, the town of Gillum and uh, Fox Lake Cree Nation. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows everybody, and, uh, you know, we... we uh, see each other and bump into each other just about every day of the week. And so I know um, right now everyone's been taking a close look at everybody's face, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, Gillum has always had uh, quite a transient uh, with, uh, you know, the workers coming and going. And, you know, you'll glance at somebody and think uh, I've never seen them before. But uh, I'm quite sure all uh, us locals are... uh, looking at strangers a little closer and, uh, you know, seeing if we recognize them from all the pictures that are that are out around the community. John, how long have you lived there? 24 years. 24 uh, years. Yeah, on Canada Day, we first rolled into town. Wow, and um, I'm guessing that nothing like this has happened uh, there before. So can you take us... Pass, uh, take us through the past couple of days uh, when you first received word. Let's start with when you first received word that they might be there. Uh, what happened in those moments? Well, the uh, the uh, police bulletin went out that they could be in the area. Uh, of course, uh, everybody started talking to each other, and uh, you know the advice is to uh, you know keep the doors locked even while you're in the house and. Uh, uh, you know, if you see anything suspicious, uh, report it. Report it to the RCMP. Uh, so that's basically, I believe, what everybody's been doing. And and um, as far as the, uh, you know, the RCMP and all the resources now uh, having been uh, de- deployed, moved uh, to the community. Tell us what it's like uh, with that right now. Uh, yeah, there's quite a po- uh, police presence in and around the area. Um, they. Uh, they're keeping us up to date okay. as much as they can, but uh, you know uh, we we don't want to uh, you know we're not going and knocking on their door every second to, to get some more information. They will they will give us information when they uh, you know when they have it and when they feel that uh, we should know. John McDonald, the uh, deputy mayor of the town of Gillum, joining me this afternoon. So tell me about, tell us how the, the town has come together and re- reacted to to all of this. Um, I suspect there's, you know, varying emotions from, you know, one extreme to the other trying to deal with this. But what what is the sense that you get from, from the folks who live there? Um, I think it's just a see and wait. Um, you know, we've we've had many conversations, uh, uh, the mayor and I, and our CAO, and uh, you know, uh, this could be over in 15 minutes. It 
this could be the norm for weeks mm-hmm. un- until the RCMP uh, will say uh, clear the clear the uh, area with us, saying that these guys have definitely left the area. I expect uh, you know they're going to be continuing searching and. Uh, and, uh, you know, this could go on for quite a length of time. You talk about leaving the area, though, but from what uh, we understand and what we've been told, it's it's difficult to do so. <laughs> well, yeah, there's uh, <laughs> you can take a plane, um, which I don't think they'd uh, get a ticket for. You can take a train. Um, I know the RCMP have been checking every train going in and out, and... Uh, uh, I believe I was told the train yesterday when it got to Thompson, the Thompson RCMP checked and made sure that, uh, you know, the passenger list was the same as what it was when it left Gillum. Mm. Uh, there's one road in and out, uh, which there's a roadblock on, and they're checking, uh, you know, checking vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been here for, like I said, 24 years, and there's... No way I would want to walk anywhere out of here. <laughs> well, and this is the thing, you know what? A couple of texts coming in this afternoon say, have yeah, they thought maybe a stolen canoe or a boat? Maybe they escaped on the river? Something like that? Well, there, there is a river, but, uh, you know, there's the Nelson River. But from what I understand where, uh, uh, where the uh, burnt vehicle was found... They would have had to go quite a ways north mm. to get to the boat launch, mm-hmm. and they would have had to come quite a ways back south. Um, and the Nelson River is not a easily uh, navigated shoreline. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's steep banks. It's high banks. Um, I would find that uh, very hard to believe that they all, you know, got out of this car, walked down the river, and and found, uh, found a boat to escape in. Yeah, with the uh, RCMP update that happened just about an hour and a half ago, the one thing that uh, the spokesperson said, that there were no new stolen vehicles reported since they found out that uh, burnt-out vehicle. They believe that they're still in that area. So um, for those folks, um, you know, you, you talk about not wanting to go into the bush and not wanting to, you know, uh, try to make a go of it that way. For those who don't understand what what the what the um, what the bush is like around Gillum, can you can you tell us? It's uh, muskeg swamps, uh, uh, spruce trees. Um, you know, you can you can be walking along and all of a sudden break through. Uh, you know, the muskeg and. Uh, uh, you're going to be wet no matter where. Mm. Uh, you know, there's there's quad trails, there's snowmobile trails and things like that. But uh, I would say probably almost 100% of them end at a creek or a river or or a slough or, you know, uh, small lakes. Uh, yeah, you're, you're not going to go anywhere in this part of the country without bumping into water in a very mm. short period of time. Mm. Uh, well, John McDonald, uh, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon, and uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that this comes to um, a, a quick and peaceful conclusion, um, you know, and um, it's unfortunate that your community that has been th- thrust into the spotlight under these circumstances, but it sounds like people are staying, you know, cool, calm, and collected, and, uh, you know, following what the police are telling them, and I think that's probably, you know, the best bet, and what you're telling them to do right now as well. Okay, thank you.